Hey everyone, welcome to 5AM Voice. I'm your host, Will Comfern. Today we have Sean Sampler and Alex Lee, two seniors at the Albany Academy. Guys, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Pretty great. Thanks for having me. Not too bad. Good to hear. Good to hear. So jumping right into it, today we're going to be talking about isolation and COVID. And before we really get into this, I'm going to be using the word isolation and the word quarantine interchangeably. They mean the same thing in the sense of just really separating yourself from society for long periods of time. So just to avoid any confusion on that note. But the first thing I wanted to talk about was something I've been looking forward to talking about with you guys for about a month now. Basically, in school, all three of us are currently online. And one day, right before a stats test, my stats, our stats teacher told us that we really should be in person and then basically questioned our integrity online. And then about two weeks later, my English teacher did the same thing. And he said, we should really be in person. And there's no real reason to be online unless you have a medical reason. And I know that at least for the stats situation, that definitely upset me because it just felt that we weren't really the students online weren't really being taken seriously in the sense that we care about our families. It's like we were being not really punished, but sort of scolded just for like being online, which really frustrates me. But what did you guys think when you heard that? I guess is what I'm trying to ask. Yeah. I mean, so First of all, let me say, last time I was in school, I got COVID, and then now, two months later, I still can't smell. I still have heart problems, so it's not like this is just something that blows over real quick, quickly. But um, especially with the stats teacher, right? Like he came, he just went out and said it. He thinks we're all online because we want to cheat. Like he just said that. Like it wasn't even an implied thing, you know. And then that really made me mad too, kind of like you, because. First of all, last time I was in school, I caught COVID. I don't want to get it again. If I get it again, I don't know what's going to happen. If I get it again, I might get my mom sick. I might get my dad sick. I might get other people sick. And I don't just don't want that to happen. And you're right. It does make me mad for not even like for the teacher to insinuate because he's not really insinuating at this point, but for him to outright say that we're doing it for a selfish reason just makes me mad. And I think it's unreasonable. Yeah, I think for me, it's really strange because both our stats and English teachers are elderly. They both had COVID um, and they're just, I think, ignoring the simple realities. Um, I think this far into quarantine and this far into COVID life, as everyone probably hates to say, um, they probably lost track of what's really important. And it's not an A versus an A minus in stats. It's keeping yourself safe and your family safe. And I think that really frustrated a lot of people. I think they're disregarding that a lot of us have families, some young, some elderly at home that we have to think about. And, you know, frankly, we've already applied to colleges. I, I don't think there's going to be a big difference in GPA, et cetera, with cheating and all. Yeah, for sure. And Sean, you've been online for the entire school year other than the first day. And I know a big reason for that was to keep your family safe and just saying that like, oh yeah, 
you you're gonna cheat on this test so therefore you should be in school and put everyone that you're in contact with at risk is just it's just ridiculous to me i was so upset when he said that anyway yeah i also got covid when i was in school last which i'm sure we'll touch on later but covid in general has really messed up to put it lightly our school year our senior year especially if you could go back in time and talk to yourself at the start of junior year and when when you're looking forward to senior year looking forward to everything being over and you could tell yourself like guess what's gonna happen <laughs> you're not gonna like it like how would you even describe the situation like what you feel like every single day just going to school online <laughs> just knowing that we're not going to get a prom our graduation is going to be messed up we're not going to have any senior traditions that everyone else before us got to have it's like our senior year got taken away and and there's nothing we can even do about that which is really frustrating so what would you tell yourself sort of prepare yourself just get yourself ready for 2020 2021 well, I don't think there's an easy answer that makes this magically okay. Um, I think part of the reason how it got so bad, um, it was just a lot of confusion. Um, we thought it might have been a one to three month thing back, way back in February or March. Um, and it just kept on getting tacked on. Oh, maybe one or two months more, maybe one or two months more. And I think the anticipation was part of the issue um, because I had a lot of false hope and that sometimes got me to um, dip my emotional state even lower. Um, I would just prepare myself for the long haul. I mean, um, it's really a shame that we have no senior traditions and privileges. And I think it really like decreased my school efficacy this year, um, because of it. Um, but really just mental preparation, I think, because I think that took a lot of people by the wind. I mean, yeah, sort of, I agree. There's really no way you could have prepared for this. Like, cause we all see how the world reacted. No one was ready for pandemic of this scale or any sort of like catastrophe on this kind of level. And I really don't think that like, if I went back to the start of junior year, and even if I told myself everything that would happen, like starting with COVID, like maybe, cause I think it was over our spring break when we first entered like lockdown for the first time, like even then, even when we first entered into lockdown and COVID had been like a pre pretty prevalent thing on the headlines for a couple months at that point, I don't think I really comprehended exactly what kind of scale of thing I was sort of staring down at that point. Because here we are 11 months later and we're still, I guess, in the new normal, if you want to call it that. And I really, I really just don't think there's anything you could have done to repair. Like, um, but a lot of things that I didn't do last year, you know, I kind of wish that I did now. Like, I don't get to do them again. Like, I didn't go to homecoming last year. I didn't get to go to, like, the football game or anything. And that was I, – I regret that now, not going. Like, it's not that I couldn't go. It's literally just I chose not to go. So, I guess if I had to do anything, I'd just say see your friends more, go to more events, that sort of thing. Get it all. Get as much as you can, and then the other stuff can come later. Yeah, it's it's weird because – I remember in English class junior year 
my teacher actually assigned us like a little writing thing where he gave us a, a headline to talk about. And he chose, <laughs> we, we talked about how Wuhan shut down. Like they went into complete quarantine. And I remember writing like, that's crazy. But you know, the, the US would never do that. Like, like that, that would never happen to us, you know? And then a few weeks later, guess what happened? So it, it wasn't really something I, I really took to heart. Like I knew about it. I'd read the headlines, but then I'm, I guess I was just kind of ignorant in the sense that I was like, America would never let that happen. Right. Or we're not that stupid. Right. We're, we're not going to not, not control a deadly pandemic. Right. But uh, I think I would just tell myself to be realistic and yeah, definitely prepare for the long haul because that's, that's the only thing you really could do. And another thing with the long haul is that online school, but not just online school, just isolation in general, at least for me, really messed with my mental health. Because at first I was like, oh, this is awesome. You know, I get an extra week of spring break. I'm online now. I can sleep in. And then I, it was like, dang, so I'm not going to get a track season anymore dang, I'm not going to be able to perform anymore. Then I started realizing like all these different things that I'm not going to be able to do. But then I started thinking like, you know what? This is definitely going to be over before senior year starts. I'm going to have a regular birthday. You know, all, all these like really small things that we don't really think about ever being gone. I, I kind of, I just prepared myself for that as a given of I'm going to have that. And then when that inevitably didn't happen, that's when it really hit hard because I, I was that that was what was keeping me going. Just the ideas of I'm gonna have a regular senior year, I'm gonna have a regular birthday. And it really it really messed with my mental health. Yeah. I, I was pretty I was pretty down most days. There there was definitely a period during what I think it was like late June where I was I would usually be doing stuff for summer. Uh, and everything was canceled and I was pretty I was pretty down when that happened but what was it like for you guys like I'm sure it wasn't easy but how'd you like react to it how'd you keep yourself going even when it got tough like how'd you deal with it um so for me I think it was definitely a similar situation um it was just really difficult a lot of days um, again, at first I was getting more sleep, um, but after a couple of weeks, the benefits faded away and I'm like, wow, I haven't seen my friends in a while. And up until a month ago, it had been, you know, nine or 10 months. Um, so that was, of course, really difficult. Um, motivation is a huge issue. Um, I think um, online school is definitely not doing any favors for senioritis right now. Um, <laughs> and a few months ago, when I was one of the only ones online in the fall trimester, um, my my computer screen time was like 16 to 18 hours a day. Um, so that was unheard of, pretty strange to deal with. Um, it was basically every waking moment, I was either in class on the computer or doing homework or even my hobbies or reading or anything was all on the computer. So that's, I realized is not healthy and that of course messed with my mental health. Um, I mean, I don't exactly have a very large family. Um, my sister's in college, so it's really just 
my mom and myself. So again, that's just another layer of difficulty. Um, I'm sure everyone here had not ha has not had a perfect relationship with their family members this past year. Um, so it's, it's, it's just been very difficult. And like you said, I, I was hopeful that we would have a normal senior year, but now it's not even guaranteed that we have a normal college. It, a lot of colleges have already been hybrid or, or online called early for 2021. So that's pretty dis disappointing for me. Yeah, so especially with like your relationship with your family, right? Like that's something that I was thinking about just now. Um, so like back when stuff was normal, like pre-COVID times, you know, I didn't exactly spend a whole lot of time at home with my family. Like I'd be at school for seven hours a day, eight hours a day, and then I'd have practice for like two hours, three hours. And then after practice, I'd usually have something else, like maybe volunteering or piano lesson or something like that. And then I'd be home like eat dinner and then just go back to my room and do homework. You know, I wouldn't be at home for like that long, mostly just to sleep. And then all of a sudden when COVID hit, all that was gone. Didn't go to school anymore. Didn't have practice anymore. Didn't have any volunteering or any teaching or anything like that anymore. So I just ended up spending all day at home, 24 hours out of every day. And then I think that kind of like with you, Sean, that really strained my relationship with my parents because both of them were at home at the time and then by about I want to say June or July I think I was fighting with my mom on a daily basis and then just like having that sort of hanging over my head every morning as I got up really didn't help my mental health either alongside the fact that I didn't get to see my friends didn't have anything to look forward to and I think at some point late June, early July, like I was really kind of struggling, but you know, kind of got through it. Just push yourself through. I'm not proud to admit it, but I can definitely attest that um, my relationship with, with my mom definitely did get a little shaky because it was an unprecedented amount of time together. And it just became very difficult and cramped, almost, almost imprisoned was the, was the feeling for a couple of months in the summer. You throw in the stuff like the pressure of college apps, which started in the summer. And then, yeah, that did not help. <laughs> like my parents want to push me to start early. And then I did my best to start early, but I've also got other stuff. I also want to take some time off because, you know, it's the summer and it's about to be senior year. And then, you know, it's like just conflict everywhere you go. Because just like seeing each other, you just start feeling annoyed, you know, as like there comes a point where that's the case. And then, I just don't know if going back to like normal conditions will be able to fix that. Yeah. I think that my relationship with my parents, I wouldn't say got worse, but I, I don't think it got better for me. You know, I, I was definitely, I felt like I was going 110 miles per hour every single day of the week before COVID BC before Corona. <laughs> and, you know, I, I woke up at 6.30 AM, got home at 6.30 PM. Uh, I had Empire State Youth Orchestra lesson, meet days, all that stuff. And then everything just stopped. And now all of a sudden my dad isn't going to work. My mom isn't going to work. Now we're struggling for space. I'm trying to 
take a test and then my mom is yelling at some person over the phone in the other room and all I can hear is like her yelling and I'm like I, I can't even focus and that gets me really annoyed and then and then lunch uh, and, and it just felt like all the freedoms and all the the things that come with getting older were were now gone and I was like five years old again and my parents were watching my every move basically and that was really that was frustrating but it was also frustrating in the sense that I couldn't do anything about that it's not like I got in trouble for something there I literally can't go outside without possibly dying yeah and that was that was frustrating to say the least but bringing up college and screen time our school used to do this thing called web free wednesdays <laughs> bring those back please basically the school in a very smart move was like yo these kids are definitely spending too much time on their laptops or on their computer so we're gonna cancel school on wednesday every single wednesday and that that was honestly that might be the best move academy has ever done like that was so helpful for my mental side, my physical side, my emotional side, just knowing that I can, I can really relax and try and avoid life basically every Wednesday. But now with our school being, you're either online or in person, there's no more, there's no more web free Wednesdays because you can't give Wednesday off to people in school. Well, you could, but they're not going to do that. And now it's just kind of like, I'm just suffering, especially on Wednesday, knowing what could have been. And my, my screen time is, if there, if I, if I could see my screen time, I'm sure it would be 26 hours every single day. Like that's how it feels at least. But what do you think could have been done like even looking back on it now, I don't really see a way to really reduce my screen time down to 23 hours every day. It's like our society has now been built so much on everything online. Yeah. All your textbooks are online. All your all your classes are now online. Movies, TV shows, all of that is through you can get on your laptop. And I don't know, I just don't really see any way that we could have reduced that time, but at the same time, I feel like there has to be a solution to that. I think even before COVID really, my screen time wasn't exactly low. Like it wasn't in the 20, like 20 hour range every day, but you know, I think it was still somewhere up like at least seven, eight hours on average, probably a day. And yeah, some of that's probably my fault. I get distracted sometimes when I'm doing my homework, you know, and then maybe, maybe it ends up going from like five o'clock and the next time I check my time, it's like 12 at night, you know, it's not a big deal, but I think Web Free Wednesdays was a good move back when we did have it. Um, the only issue was that teachers can still assign homework on it. And then I know for a fact that my history teacher, and I think that was Sean's history teacher as well, like to assign us essays do that day so he'd give us the essay that day and he'd be like yeah you gotta have it in by three o'clock so we'd end up having to be on our computers for like two hours at a time anyway and then there was other homework like I think 
our math teacher likes to leave homework and that sort of thing. So even though that we had like that day off, you know, I think necessarily giving us that day off doesn't fix the screen time issue because we still end up spending all our time. Like you said, all our entertainment too, like TV, movies and that sort of thing is also online on screens. So I don't think the issue is necessarily trying to limit or like trying to like take time off or try to limit the amount of time that we spend in school. That makes sense. But it would require like a really drastic shift, like in terms of our culture as, I don't want to say Americans, but as like sort of 21st century people where everything has become sort of screen oriented, online oriented. Like, cause like you said, movies, TV shows, video games, even books now, music, whatever you want, it's all right at your screen. And I just don't really see a way that you could honestly limit that. You're right. I think before um, COVID, of course, that was all still an issue. But now that we could see our friends or then we could see our friends and play sports and this and that, um, there, were, there was a balance at least. Um, but when we had online school, that balance was destroyed and everything was online. Um, I think, as we all know, the relationship between the student body and our administration is not exactly blossoming right now. <laughs> um, but I think they, they didn't even bother to be conscientious of it. I don't know if they had meetings about it or not, but there was certainly no action taken on it. Um, like they, they could have maybe sent us surveys to, for them to let us know like how many hours we're spending online, because I don't know if they have an idea or an appreciation for it. Um, maybe that would have motivated them to give us Web Free Mondays this year because for the in-person kids, it's not easy either. I think they, they deserve their own break. Um, I mean, you you do know more than I do, um, but still the daily stresses, the trying to um, keep account of your friends' movements outside of school, if you're one to be careful and mask fatigue, et cetera, um, it's, it's stressful being in person, I, I can imagine. Um, that and also I feel like this whole thing could have been reduced if we were in a full lockdown for longer. I think that was um, fault at every level, you know, like people, individuals were not conscious, our school could have been more forceful, and even up to the government level, I think the pandemic could have had less effect if we had taken that full lockdown longer and more seriously. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think that I'm not trying to get political right now, but I think our government could have done a much better job. But then again, it's it's hard because no one can really force you to stay inside your house seven days a week. Like <laughs> they just can strongly recommend you do that. And so if you if you want to leave and go party, like nothing's really stopping you, which is a big issue because in a global pandemic you really need something to prevent that or else it's just going to keep spreading but finding balance that's a really good point because even though i was spending like like yeah i'm with alex i, I wasn't spending like half an hour on my phone every day if you looked at my screen time it was two to four and a half, five hours every day. Like, but it was also that I was in person 
I was running, working out still. I had a nice balance in life that even though I was on my phone, it wasn't my only thing that I was doing. Even though I was on my laptop doing homework, I was off my laptop for most of the day. And that balance kind of, that balance worked. And then as soon as we went online, that balance immediately disappeared. And for me, I haven't really been able to find that balance ever again. Like I, I've been trying different things, trying to budget my time, but I guess the biggest reason that it doesn't work is that I just have no motivation to follow it. I don't have motivation to follow a schedule that I set for myself like I used to because I don't know, I guess I just lost it in, in Corona season. <laughs> so have you guys found a good balance, I guess, uh, a, something that you're happy with, something that sort of like a routine that you can follow or are you still looking for that too? Um, well, for me, I can definitely empathize with your struggles. Um, I mean, my, my balances go in and out in waves. Fall trimester, um, you know, like in terms of mentally, it was very difficult, but I was able to find some sort of balance um, and I was able to perform. Um, but I think that just made me experience burnout so much faster than any previous school year. And these past couple of months between finishing up college apps and winter trimester, arguably being even harder than fall trimester, um, it has just been so difficult. And I think that balance or, you know, partial balance, whatever I had going for myself, um, really just crumbled back in like December or, or so. And it is getting better now. If you would ask me in December, it would be a different answer. Um, but now that our entire friend group is online, um, we can begin to socially distance and then safely see each other every once in a while on the weekends. And that is making things better, but it's definitely not okay. I, I don't think there's, there are many ways to make it okay. I think for me, the most important part of finding balance, and this worked mostly, I think last spring when everything was still sort of like more understanding, I guess like the people, like teachers especially were more understanding of our situation. And then of course, over the summer when I didn't have school was to find like a routine, like a daily routine that you just stick to, right? Like you wake up at say 6.43 AM and then you can hit the snooze button twice and you, you, you actually wake up at 7.01, so it's okay. <laughs> and then once you get up, you know, you wash your face, you eat breakfast, get changed, and then you hop on your computer at about 7.55 for morning chapel. And then just going from there, you know, having the day planned out pretty much minute by minute, I think really helped me with controlling, I guess, the amount of screen time I was using and all, like everything else really like exercise, like I ran every day, worked out every day. And then it was good to have like a sort of daily routine that you stick to, you know, and then that helps to really keep things in balance. The only problem with that was once school started back up and especially since I was back in person and like it was actually it was fine while it was in person because I was getting out of the house and then actually going to school in person, seeing my friends, that sort of thing. But then once I got COVID in December, it kind of threw everything off, like just completely off the rails. Like I couldn't find that daily routine again because in addition to all the stuff that was going on, like with COVID and stuff, 
there was also like the unpredictability, you know, of every day's homework. So like it used to be that I'd like go to bed at 1030, but now maybe at 1030, I'm still just starting my stats homework or something like that. So losing that daily routine, I think also really threw off my balance and that's really hurt me over the last few months. I think you make a point that people are habitual by nature. Um, and of course, like in a normal school year, you, there is merit to that. Um, but for me, I felt that sometimes the routine became limiting. And especially when that routine involved the computer most of the time um, with online school, it just became incredibly monotonous. And there was, there was really no excitement or no light at the end, end of the tunnel mentality for me. Yeah, not having anything to look forward to really makes it difficult. Um, yeah, kind of like you, um, for much of like the spring when COVID was first starting and then through the summer, there wasn't really anything to look forward to because there was kind of like this vague idea that COVID, uh, COVID would be over someday. And we were all just like, yeah, that'll be great. Let's do that then. And we all made plans for the summer. Like I remember we were making plans with you and then they just never happened because, you know, we were still like having COVID. I think the first time I saw you after COVID was in August. And then I didn't see Sean until like September. And yeah, you, you bring up a really good point. Just having something to like look forward to, to work towards is super important in staying focused and motivated or like maintaining a balance in your life. And then once you lose like any sort of goal or something that you're looking forward to, like kind of a reprieve from the daily sort of um, workload, like once that's gone, there's no real reason, like you kind of lose the motivation to keep going. And it's very tough. Now that you um, brought up the summer plans, it was, you know, pretty depressing. Um, I mean, I, I see my dad once, twice a year and we always buy tickets a, a year in advance. Um, and I remember I, I had tickets bought for 2020 March and 2020 June to see him. Um, and I remember like March 14th, March 15th, just a couple of days before the flight, um, it was still when COVID was super early in Thailand and um, the US. So I made the difficult call and he, and he made it up to me, which made it harder on myself because I had to say no to travel and, and, and all that sort of stuff. Um, but halfway through spring break, both Thailand and the US closed down its borders. So I probably would have been stuck somewhere for two or three weeks. So maybe it was the right decision, but it definitely hurt to have to cancel seeing my dad in March and June. Like, not only was that not light at the end of the tunnel, I had a clear expectation, something that I did every single year. Um, and that was really just stripped away from me. So that was not easy and not a great start to the summer. <laughs> yeah, the goals thing for me, I think planning really helped me at least during the summer it for those of you who don't know I like to plan very large trips that probably will never happen but they make me feel happy because they could possibly happen so <laughs> and that summer in particular I I have a I don't know I think I stopped like 20 pages of planning a summer trip and I have a bunch of handwritten pages of going over everything in my head and it 
I think I knew deep down that those were never going to happen, but I think I also needed something to keep me going. One thing in particular that I remember is that I was trying to plan a Colorado trip to see some of my friends who live in Colorado and we were playing it in August and I was like, oh, I'm so excited for this. I can't wait for August. And I think I knew that even in August, this was, it was never going to happen, but it just kept me going. It kept me getting up out of bed every morning because, because then I, I'm one step close to that Colorado trip. And, you know, when it, when it inevitably fell out, then I'm like, I'm looking forward to indoor track season. And then when that got canceled, then I'm like, I'm looking forward to outdoor track season. <laughs> and now that that's probably going to get canceled, I'm looking forward to college. So I hope that doesn't get canceled too, but college canceled <laughs> yo no, no more college <laughs> <laughs> for your education out the window all the institutions close <laughs> but i actually have a question about that do you think colleges will ever go back to the way they used to be do you think we'll ever have an option of not going online anymore because even if you're not sick like i remember when i had to leave school for about three or four days because my cousin was getting married and we went to the wedding and it was in Arizona and I obviously could not be in school for that, but it's not like I was sick or anything. Like I, I was perfectly fine. So I think that having that online option for maybe like the day before the wedding, when we were just chilling in the hotel, like that would actually be pretty helpful because you're not getting, you're not falling that far behind because at least you're, you're, you're kind of in class. It's definitely not the same, but definitely for colleges, like, do you think they're ever going to not have that online option? Do you think it's ever going to go back to regular lectures in a lecture hall or, or something like that? I think after like sort of experiencing what online is like, I feel like it's probably people are going to avoid it as much as possible, but I don't think it'll ever be something that's off the table, you know? Because we looked at, we all saw what happened on Tuesday, right? With the uh, the whole snow day thing, when they called it, they were like, oh, the roads are too awful to actually have school. But nah, you guys got to come in online anyway. And, you know, just because Academy was always sort of like, you know, um, oh, we get that we have Zoom, we have online capabilities, but if it snows real hard and you can't get to school, we're just going to call it a snow day. We're not going to have class. But then they went back on their word and they did it anyway. Like, I think if Academy is capable of doing that, you're right. And I think colleges are also definitely continuing the same thing, holding online classes or giving people the online, like the option at least to hold online classes when being in person isn't possible. You know, like if someone takes a trip, like you said, to go to a wedding in Arizona or something, and then they want to zoom in the day before the wedding or something like that. Or even if it's just to like enroll bigger classes because you don't have to provide housing, you don't have to provide like, um, like in-class space. Like lecture halls are only so big, but now you can cram like 50 kids on one computer that occupies like a whole square foot somewhere in the room. They can like just, I think having that as an option, like, and once you enroll, those extra kids you also get the extra tuition you know and then I just don't think colleges are going to pass that up I don't think that's a possibility so yeah I think being online is always going to be an option at college from this point forward 
I think all I can say is I'm happy we're not in first grade right now or something because we would have a long um, road ahead of us of convoluted snow days, etc. Um, and I think in terms of colleges, especially at the top tier private universities, I'm guessing they're going to take a shift towards physical as quickly as possible because there have been countless complaints of an unjustified tuition um, because all of these expensive facilities, et cetera, just aren't being used and it's the same tuition. So there's a huge issue there, um, let alone the incredibly massive trend of just tuition getting bit higher and higher year over year. Um, and even in terms of businesses, one of the ways that certain businesses were able to stay afloat um, this past year was um, they saw massive cost-saving routes by not holding their facility or building open. Um, having workers go from home um, was a big game changer. And I think they might not require it, but a lot of businesses will offer hybrid routes or maybe maternity leaves might be taken differently and maybe they would be allowed more flexible hours online or who, who, who knows what, I don't know. I know for my mom, at least stuff's become like a lot more flexible with regards to like actually going into the office. And I don't think it's just going to be something that stops once COVID is over, you know, like <clears throat> I think my mom was telling me actually, like I think 80% of her office was just like, nah, we don't want to come in anymore. And then like, basically it's not really corporate, but like whatever their equivalent would be, it's just like, yeah, that's fine. You know, you don't have to come in if you don't want to, if you're not comfortable, you can stay online, stay remote. So yeah, I think you're right. I think having that online is always going to be a thing at this point forward. Um, and also like with college classes. Yeah, that's something I was thinking about too. Like how do you justify paying 60 grand for an online Harvard education? Or 80. Uh, well, I don't think you'd have to pay room and board anymore. So it'd just be the uh, however 60 grand tuition. Just like, dude, come on. Yeah, and for me i know my dad's a software engineer so he can work wherever he wants like as long as he has a internet connection but my mom she works for the state and i remember a long time ago like like she was telling me yeah the, these guys like said that they were going to work from home and then never work from home and then and now we can't ever work from home and, and that was that was the way it went like you couldn't bring they, they weren't going to let you bring your work home and stuff. You couldn't work home. You had to be in the office. And I think now, now that we've seen that adults <laughs> are, are responsible at home and they can, they can get their stuff done at the end of the day, they can get it done. I think I would be surprised if big corporations and small corporations alike move back to fully in-person work because they've it's been shown now that it's possible to be online and you can still get the same level of work actually my dad was telling me sort of in the start of this whole quarantine thing that he he was doing more work than he usually does because he didn't have anything else to do and you know, there was like it, it used to be he could go watch my track meet or something but there was literally nothing to do so might as well just go back to the back to the desk and work out some more problems and stuff. So it it's it's an interesting concept. 
it's an interesting idea to play with to see how this unfolds in the future see how this unfolds for our future i mean we'll be figuring out that college thing real soon so my final question on this topic i guess is summarize what this experience was like like let's say you have 20 years down the line you got a kid or something and they're doing their a push unit on 2020 and they're like, yo, dad, I'm doing this project about 2020. Can you uh, tell me what it was like for you? What, what would you tell them? Um, what I, I, I would say it was a year unlike anything else. I think that technology has existed here for about a decade, but this, this was the first year that society overall really understood that we could use it and how to use it. And I think that will change how schools and businesses and colleges function forever. Um, I think it massively changed our senior year and college process and even beginning of college, unfortunately. Um, But it has taught certain groups of people to come together. I wish we could have come together more, realizing this as a issue of public safety and not political one at all. Um, Again, not to get too political, but I think it's worth talking about um, just our response. I mean, this might be a strange parallel to draw, but the advertisement campaign um, during World War II that the US did was unprecedented and massive. And it was to save democracy and save America. And all in all, we, le- we lost less than half a million US lives. That pales in comparison to the lives to, to the threat that COVID poses and to the lives that we lost due to it. And I think that if we had unified more um, to the extent that we did in the 40s or really during any major national event um, with actual information, because misinformation on social media was such a massive issue um, and conspiracies and groups, et cetera, if we had unified more, um, I think that that could have made a big difference. And I, and I, and I hope that teaches future administration to like the importance of that yeah um you ever have like a video play and then like your computer craps out but like the audio keeps going but the video is frozen like you know you know what i'm talking about i feel like that's kind of what this experience has been just like since march just like the video has been paused but then in actuality everything's still been moving on like because once everything went into lockdown, right, and then we got the word that we weren't going to return to school for that, like, April 1st or whatever it was, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it kind of felt like just life paused, you know, just we're still stuck in February 2020 right now, and then, but in actuality, it is now February 2021, a whole year later, and just, like, this time has been moving on, but at the same time, it feels like it hasn't, if that makes sense. It's just everything went on pause. But at the same time, it keeps moving without actually moving. It's kind of weird. I don't know how to describe it, but I think that's that, that was a halfway decent analogy. Yeah, I totally get that. <laughs> All right. So our final question on this show is you're giving a presentation to the entire world and you can tell the world anything. You know, you can say, I hate online school, or you can say some very deep 
intellectual things. <laughs> so the stage is yours. The world is your audience. What are you going to tell them? I would say nearly everyone is going through an incredibly difficult time right now, but safety has to be our number one concern. And the end is thankfully now in sight. Um, make this a medical issue, not a political one. So isolate yourself as much as you can and use online resources to communicate. And if anyone at school is watching, um, please check out Microsoft's Japan's division. Their work productivity boosted by 40% with a four-day work week. So just uh, bring back Wednesday. I agree with Sean. We should return to web-free Wednesday. For sure. <clears throat> um, I guess for me, especially because there's been a lot of it lately when life sort of puts you down, like especially like because uh, I'm not very eloquent, but between COVID first happening, everything getting canceled, and then more recently, we've started getting college decisions back. So some colleges are denying us, some colleges are deferring us, and then we're not getting into the colleges, you know, we like that sort of thing. And also between like friendships or like relationships getting like dumped or broken up with that sort of thing, it really puts a damper. It's like life just beating you down while you're already down, you know? And then it'll, sometimes it'll feel like, like I talked about earlier, just life just stops moving, time just stops, you know? You can't really accept what's going on and it's very tough. But ultimately, life does keep moving. And then you can take some time for yourself. And I think that's very important. Take some time to like, sort of think out your feelings, figure out what you're feeling. But ultimately, you do have to move on. And I think it's good to move on by keeping yourself busy. Find something to do, find something to focus on, and you'll be fine. Just keep moving. All right, guys. Thank you so much for being on the show had some awesome conversations. So again, this has been Alex Lee, Sean Sampler coming at you from their bedrooms. <laughs> and I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.